Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. Today I will be giving a summary of our group's discussion of the last part of Hour 8 in Learn the Bible in 24 Hours by Chuck Missler. And this last section I'm going to tongue-in-cheek call the Solomon Files because it covers Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and the Song of Songs. It is worth noting that of all the different stories and figures in the Bible that almost everyone knows about, Solomon is one of those, and it's ironic that what he is known for are things that appeal to the worldly mind. He is known for all of his wealth and power, and yet when we read through Proverbs and Ecclesiastes and Song of Songs and and the other historical um, parts of the Bible that refer to Solomon, we get a sense that all of that did not bring him happiness. So on one hand, we all know that he was given the gift of wisdom from God uh, to do his job as king. But then we also ask, just how should we listen to him? How should we filter the things that he wrote um, in light of other things we know and the promises and, and the things that are told in the New Testament? Because a lot of what Solomon says in Proverbs and Ecclesiastes in particular are almost flat. They're just devoid of joy and hope. This doesn't mean they're not true because they are obviously wisdom that God gave him, but we need to put them in perspective with the hope of promises and the resurrection that God also gave us. So first, let's um, review what was said about Proverbs a little bit, and that it is a bunch of short sayings mostly. Um, A lot of them, but not all of them, were written by Solomon. And there's some reason for thinking of them more as general wisdom rather than specific promises. Now, in the book, there was only a very short section on Proverbs, and one of the things that it emphasized was that there are structural devices used in writing the Proverbs, and the consensus of the group was that we didn't really care. Unlike the Psalms, which they gain some you gain some insight into the psalms by understanding the the poetical devices used in them in the proverbs the the principles and and the statements of wisdom seem to stand by themselves and you don't need to struggle over understanding structural devices then one of the things we talked about as a group was what the distinctions are between information or knowledge and wisdom and or understanding are those the same thing wisdom and understanding but specifically how an increase in information does not lead to wisdom, and wisdom by itself does not lead to hope and joy, if the example of Solomon means anything. It may be true that we have the opportunity for better choices when we have more knowledge, but there are a couple of examples of having lots of knowledge not leading to better choices. The first example is in Genesis, where men lived hundreds of years before the flood and had an opportunity to learn all kinds of things, and they used it for utter corruption. And we all know the end result of that. 
another example that was brought up was Job's friends were very knowledgeable in the ways of the world and the wisdom of the world, but they didn't know when to dismiss that and when to look for the promises and perspectives of God. There are a couple of sections of Proverbs that are clearly not written by Solomon. One is chapter 30, and if you look at verse 4 in particular, this seems to very much have to do with prophesying Christ, and I will link to a discussion of that by Mike Winger. And of course, there's the very famous Proverbs 31, which is the words of King Lemuel, the revelation which his mother taught him. But getting back to Solomon, uh, the order of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes and Song of Songs in the Bible seems a little odd when you realize that the Song of Songs seemed to have been written when Solomon was young, right when he was first getting married, possibly for the first time. And then Ecclesiastes is towards the end of his life when he has tried everything and is feeling rather hopeless about what he has accomplished in his life. In some ways, we sort of had a hard time feeling bad for Solomon, who had the example of his father David, who was a man after God's own heart and left him with a good heritage of things to know. He was given the, the wisdom of God and given all this wealth. And then you get to Ecclesiastes, and there's a tone of, even there, the woman made me do it. And we laugh, like, which woman? Because Solomon broke God's uh, injunctions about not marrying many foreign wives like hundreds of times. So while there is obviously truth in Ecclesiastes, when you look at it in the context of not only all of Solomon's life, but in the story of the whole Bible about Jesus Christ, it is reminiscent of the fact that Solomon is always used as a negative example in the New Testament, that with all he had, it did not bring satisfaction or joy or hope. You could say that Ecclesiastes emphasizes the necessity of hope in the resurrection. And it is worth noting that were many things that Solomon did and that he talks about in Ecclesiastes where he never claims his decisions were based on God's wisdom given to him. For whatever reason, he decided to spend a great deal of his energy making a name for himself. And it was noted that this is a allure that appeals to many people yet today. They say they want to leave a legacy, which is basically like saying they want to leave behind a name that lives on that people will remember them by, which is a little bit reminiscent of what goes on in Genesis chapter 11 when they are building that uh, fabled Tower of Babel. This desire to leave a legacy, to leave a name that people remember is just a variation on what rulers throughout history have done. And we specifically were talking about how the pharaohs would have people buried with them and lots of things so that they could have all of their stuff in the next world and be thought of still as gods, as living on differently. And it's not that much different than the whole craze or sci-fi thing going around about cryogenics and people wanting to preserve themselves in this life to make a name for themselves, if you will. So like I mentioned, the, the books in order in the Bible seem a little backwards to us. And so the last one that was discussed was the Song of Songs, which is also called the Song of Solomon sometimes. And we all agreed that it probably has layers of meanings, uh, both being a true story, um, an allegory, and even a handbook for sexual relationship. 
After all, God did create that, and he knows all of the evil and joys of life, and he may have even been trying to show us to lighten up about sex, don't have a religious solemnity about everything, that that is supposed to be something fun that he created. We did also have to laugh, as we will in our Western culture, about a lot of the metaphors and descriptions that are used in there that probably make a lot more sense to Eastern or Arabic cultures. To put into perspective the absurdity of trying to make a name for ourselves in this world, which will be destroyed, one person shared a joke that you've probably heard before. A man begged and begged God that if he could just bring one thing from earth to heaven when he went, and he he pestered him and pestered him. And so finally God said, fine, just bring one thing. So the man finally gets there and he gets to the pearly gates and, and God says, okay, what's in the sack? What'd you bring? The man, being very pleased with himself, shows God the gold bar that's in the sack. And God says, of all the things you could have brought, you brought pavement. The point is that if we understand the promises in the Bible, then everything in this world pales in comparison to what we have to look forward to. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 